listening to Glassby Gaming Radio Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Glassby Gaming Radio. Today we're here with Unix. How are you, dude? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Oh yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, so I just wanted to, we're going to call this maybe season two of the podcast. We don't really have a season one probably, but want to um, change podcast this year. want to try and interview a lot more people. I thought what better to jump on with Unix as the as the first person we have interviewed with the podcast, <laughs> which was how long ago was that, a year or so? I think it was a year, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around a year now. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah, because we had a break for a bit there. We had app problems and then, um, yeah, so <laughs> there we go. But anyway, we want to, um, this year, plan with our podcast, we want to try and set up an application on our website. So we've had quite a few people ask us to come on, but always lose track. So we'll apologize for if I forget you. Um, keep an eye on Instagram. We'll make an announcement of when we've set up our applications. Um yeah, so this year we sort of want to try and um, get the business going a bit better, sort of been a bit slack, so we apologise for going with that. We've um, <laughs> been a bit busy and not put enough time on it, that's my fault, but um, accessories will be back hopefully a couple of weeks, fingers crossed, if not days. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we've got, got Unix on, we want to really... Never really discussed the team, so I guess there's some questions probably people ask. Just sort of um, talk about, yeah, where we want to go with it all because we've got the drifting side, the racing side. Um, obviously, Unix looks after the racing side. So what, what's been happening since we've last talked to you? Um, I think you were still judging like D1 battles and stuff back then, weren't you? Yeah. Um, so since then, um, so the team, the whole racing division, was pretty small still back then and we mm-hmm. were doing really one competition and we weren't really expanding anywhere and um, but mm-hmm. now now we're in more than 20 plus competitions we're making a name for ourselves in forza as well as branching out to other games like f1 2021 is going to be mm-hmm. really good and we're going to be branching out into some rally games soon and our biggest main game that we want to go to is iRacing but yep. holding off on it just a little while until we get everyone situated and set up. But for Forza, we have pretty much established ourselves. So we're we're close to it. Yeah. So yeah. So we um originally started. I've always wanted to start a drift team. So um, I was talking to Luke Visma, a lot of people you know from Forza. Uh, now into um Assetto. but um yeah. So we started with that, and then I think I think Luke come and talk to you about sort of doing a racing side didn't yeah. he, originally yeah. and um yeah mm-hmm. so we yeah unix jumped on um yeah that was pretty cool and then yeah, like you said we sort of <laughs> you've done really well so I just sort of sort of like talk about what it's like like what's it like with the recruiting like how do you go about recruiting people because obviously yeah going to different divisions and games and races and stuff you need set, certain drivers for do you normally just pick a driver for like one sort of game, or how did you go about like starting that out, recruiting people? I'm gonna go back real quick. Not F1 2021, F1 2020. I know people are gonna 
Friggin points that out. F1 for the for the game, so pretty much what we like to do is we tell um before we recruit someone, we tell them what's their um personal like preference, you know. What yeah. what game they like the most, which right now it's been mostly dominated by Forza, but we've been really trying to branch out into other games um sooner or later. But um yeah, Forza has been the biggest one in terms of recruitment. Um but honestly we're open to any game. As long as we get um, any updates or information about what you're doing in that game, um, other than that, there is no limitations really. It's like you could do pretty much whatever, as long as it's racing or, or something. Yeah. Cool, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a, as a um, yeah, when you're recruiting people, do you sort of how do you tell with speeds and stuff? Do you just recruit anyone, or are you sort of a bit picky? So. With the whole recruiting process, what we do is we like to send um, people like a template or like like things that they have to fill out, like achievements that they've done in races or like what's their, you know, what's their personal best at this, this track or the other track or what type of class division do they like? So let's say, um, let's say they really like driving GT cars. You know, we we have a pretty special basis in GT cars. So we go and actually ask them, hey, how fast have you been hitting this lap time? You know, um, yeah. where would you put yourself in this scale, like out of 10? And after, so I don't want to say we recruit anyone, but it's like the starting of the team was pretty easy to get into, to be honest, because we just needed drivers. We needed to fill up the car as many people as possible so we could just get into competitions as efficiently as possible. But now that we have more people and some of our guys that used to be really slow back then are now gaining a lot of speed, our recruiting is a little bit more towards we want like faster guys, but we will take the slower guys, you know, like we we love to take the slower guys who actually want to learn and who who actually want to get faster overall. So it's not 100% like. 100% 100% strict, you know, but it's a little bit harder to get into now than what it was before. But yeah, we do run through a good amount of tests before you can actually get into. And like, even if you get in into the team, you're not officially in because there's a two week, like, I would call it a grace period where we actually see how fast you can actually drive and how you interact with the other drivers and how you are pretty much to the team. If you're a necessity, if like, you are actually really good and we actually need you or like if we actually see that you have a ton of talent you know um we we will keep you or keep you but if anything happens in those two weeks and you get caught and you do something stupid yeah and it doesn't look good for you but yeah, yeah. It, our recruiting is pretty good right now yeah yeah no i love how you run it um yeah so you've got um Obviously, you're the main leader, sort of help run it all, and then you've got um, a couple of people helping you out, helping you out as well. Yeah, yeah. And, so, um, oh wait, yeah, yeah. sorry, go on. <laughs> no, 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 I was just gonna break down all this stuff, but you keep going. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So you got, yeah, you got um, your leaders helping you out. Uh, I've also got, um, I think CMG Media does the a lot of design yeah. for the team as well. Yeah. So CMG Media pretty much helps out with all the internal conflicts that we have inside the team. If anything really happens, he's kind of like our godfather. He's just there when we need him. <laughs> but 
He does do paints as well. He does do most of our um, paints for the higher up um, leagues. Like Tora is our biggest one. And um, he does most of the paints for that. And he's just overall a really good guy to like have as a co-leader, you know? He's like one of those supportive roles that's there. And also, too, Herrick is another um, really good co-leader that we have where it's just it's just supporting roles, you know? Like, they just help out whenever I can't really do anything. Or like, I can't, you know, I'm busy with something else. They're just there to help out, which is really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, did you want to sort of break that down? How do you work it with the – because I know I've got a few yeah. co-leaders. So, so what is it, like certain sections or races or – Yeah, yeah. So – Pretty much right now, our team is um, split into two. So we have the Forza side and we have the Assetto Corsa side. And the Assetto Corsa side is ran by Tony Monkey and Money Mike. And the Forza side is ran by GGA Abyss and GGA Flakbus. Um, So the Forza side is more for, you know, those two really help me out with trying to get everyone situated in what leagues they're in, trying to get everyone's paints ready and trying to get everything situated by race day you know like we want to have everything according to plan we don't want to have people in discord screaming at each other or anything because they're always there to help out and they're more they're really like they're the supporting role of the co-leaders that support me so it's kind of like it's kind of like a a pyramid where you have me and then you have the co-leaders and then you got the um managers for that sort of class division because if it was just me and the co-leaders i don't think the co-leaders would be able to handle forza and keep up with a set of course you know so yeah. we had to break it down between the two leagues and we had to make sure that everyone was doing what they like were supposed to do and everything's going according to plan yeah so yeah really good. No, for sure i like uh, that yeah like so it's definitely i think you can't um you can't have sort of a few people watching over the whole thing because you can't any little details that need to be done you know like you know, yeah. it's just too much, too much going on. And yeah, you're probably you trying can't to practice keep up with anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, that's cool. Um, so with you, since we're on the leaders, well, that's one um, big thing I hate as well is people being toxic or, um, yeah. you know, obviously you're <laughs> repping, repping the GGA name, Classic Gaming Arsenal. So it's not just a team, it's a business as well. Um, yeah. And I know, yeah, like you're good with that with the – being strict on, you know, I guess it's the same as real life racing. What you do on your social media reflects the team and um, during races. And um, I know that's something you're quite strict on as well, also. Yes. Um, so I I pretty much, you know, joking around is fine and everything, you know, like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But when you actually go into the public and say something dumb and that reflects <laughs> us as a whole team, you know, because people – People, what they like to do is they like to generalize. So they don't actually pick on that one person. They pick on, oh, that guy's got GGA on it. So it's the whole team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the whole team's fault. So we have to really, like, it's a thin line, really. In the Forza community as well, everyone knows that, yeah, that thin, that there's, it's pretty thin (laughs) with what you can say and what you can't. Like, you can joke around and everything. That's fine. But if it reaches a certain level where it's too much, yeah, and that, it's it's a border you don't want to cross and there's really no point in crossing it that's why we were really strict with um just really how how you're showing yourself to the public you know because you're not only doing it as yourself as a driver you're also representing the team that's behind you and the guys that are actually supporting you from the back you know so it's 
it's our number one rule pretty much of like just show respect to everyone you know joking around is fine it's really good you know bantering yeah. all that stuff is fine but when it reaches that level i don't know nah, we're we're not into that level <laughs> no for sure yeah no yeah no you're right you're gonna you, yeah definitely gonna have some fun but yeah like you say yeah representing a team um so i don't like obviously i don't want to mention any certain names or anything but how do you um if you have a bit of conflict in the team how do you find that is that more you take care of that or the co-leaders so with conflict it really depends on what type of conflict it is so our first conflict, the main big one that all of us as like, you know, as the leaders of each um, section plus the co-leaders plus me are all involved in. That one's the one where it's in social media. So like Twitter or Instagram, if one of our drivers actually says something that is really bad that can get our whole team canceled, that that is when everyone has to step in and do something about it, you know, because we have to take care of it quick. Like we have to, we have to send out a, a tweet, a tweet or a Instagram update saying, Hey, we don't really mean this. This does not reflect the team at all whatsoever. Um, so we have to be really fast about those, like those, those really, we cannot leave like our max that we've left anything or like any penalties go is like a day for that. Then after the day, it's just completely situated. Um, the next ones would be like internal conflicts with like drivers not agreeing with each other or anything. Or like if a co-leader doesn't like what the leader said, if what the leader doesn't like what the other leaders say. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. The, that's just more handled between us as like as just really as team members. We're, we want to go the way where it's going to benefit the whole team. So yeah. we pretty much just like to take that stuff into our own you know our own channel where we just break it down we break down what you, each of us said and we actually do it really quickly actually like there hasn't been a single internal conflict where it's lasted over a day like yeah. we, we resolve it pretty fast which is the main reason why i picked the guys i picked because they they just get over it fast you know and they want to see it solved rather than them losing at something. So if they say something wrong, they'll go, okay, that's my bad, you know, but yeah. let's solve it faster than actually keep disputing and keep going with it, which is going to take over a week. It's not, it's not worth it. You know, that's why yeah. I picked those guys. And one of our main guys that really deals with everything, his name is black bus. Um, he's pretty much, we call him our psychologist because any, any time one of our drivers is like having a bad day or something or like they're disputing with another driver, he would just tell them, hey, you two join general chat and we'll talk it out. It'll be a whole hour session, just him and the two guys. And then after the two, after the two guys leave that session, they're completely different people. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good, I think. I think our system right now is really working. No. Yeah. No, that's cool because, yeah, it's um, sometimes it's unavoidable. Like everyone gets in a bad mood, and then you know someone will say something or decisions. You know? Yeah, yeah. And with some of your races, you know, you're doing long hour stints, so <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. it's going to happen. So no, it's cool you got that in place to um, sort of help things go smoothly. But um, yeah, this someone... get into your head. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of also want to talk on like time management with yourself obviously yeah um um leading the racing side and then obviously you're competing yourself how do you and then you got 
obviously family stuff at home. How do you yeah. sort of find um, you have to have, have to have an understanding family and etc. Like, how do you find how do you do that? It's kind of I kind of put everything as like priorities. So I pretty much put everything down I have in the week. Um, I figure out, hey, um, I gotta do these for the team. I gotta do these. I gotta help out with like logo ideas and stuff like that, and like banners and all that stuff, and like uh, other other stuff that is classified right now. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I gotta help out with that stuff. And then there's also me competing, which also is really big. It's a big impact because that's pretty much your car is on stream with a lot of people watching. So yeah, that that really is another barrier, but then you also have school and then you also have, I gotta, you know, be with my family and all that stuff. So I would put family first, then school, then, um, really doing anything that's like involved in the team. That's like, again, classified, but that stuff. And then at the end, I'd put racing as my last thing, but I really, I really have a good time balancing everything out. Like, you know, like I finish all my school stuff pretty early you know, I hang out with my family for a pretty good amount of time, then I just hop back in, you know, get everything done, and make sure everyone is settled. And a lot of my worries and stress really, really is gone because some of the co-leaders and the leaders, again, going back to them, they actually helped me out with a, like, a good amount of that stuff. So I don't really have to worry too much about like the team aspect because they already have it down. They already know where everyone's at, what everyone needs to do, all that stuff. So as soon as I hop on Discord, everyone everything is good. You know, all I have to worry about is just you know me and you, me and you, Glasby, doing stuff for the team that's like outside of their, you know, permission. But hmm. yeah, and just all the other stuff, and then just everything else just rolls right by. So it's really good, actually. Yeah, that's no, cool. Yeah, you, I'm amazed you always seem to be everywhere. Like it's amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's cool. Like. Um, yeah, take your hat off to you with how you sort of yeah, manage everything and then your practice and racing. It's um yeah, no, that's real cool. So um can you walk us through so like I don't know, give us a race, a popular race or something. What's the process from start to finish on preparing for a race, mm. like from leaders to drivers, like Okay. I think the biggest one we've had recently was the um Tora twenty four hours. That was the Vegas, I think that's really the race that really established us on the map in Forza. Uh, it really gave us a name for ourselves. Um, that race, so it really is a two-week span of just practicing, getting everything ready, getting all the drivers ready, getting all the paints ready, getting all the teams ready. That all spans in two weeks. So pretty much all that has to do in... The span of every single day. So, like, let's say we have one day where it's just practice only. The next day, it's organizing everything, and then the next day is practicing again. Then the next day is picking liveries. You know, all that stuff is um, really spread out really nicely, actually. So, yeah. since it's a twenty-four hour event as well, we have to pick our drivers that like are gonna stay up. For that about a time because the sleep again can get into your head and um thank god we have some of our guys that they don't sleep so, so we 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 let them run the night stints they can do whatever they want at night as long as they get the car home it's fine but yeah. it it also is a it's a really big team effort like i 
I talk with the co-leaders and the so like the Assetto guys don't have to worry about that stuff too much because that's that's Forza stuff. So that's when I actually have the Forza leaders plus the co-leaders plus me, and we all work together to make sure everything is on time and we don't get disqualified or anything because we wanna we don't wanna be that team that always runs late and everything and doesn't look professional or anything. We want to always be on time, and we want to always be there with a presence. You know. So, mm. so um, can you explain with say a twenty-four hour race? How does that? Obviously, real life. You know, the person comes in, you swap drivers. Yeah. How does that driver swap happen online? Because obviously, is that you can't just hand him the controller if he's on the other side of the so, world. Like, how does that work? Yeah, <laughs> I wish, but <laughs> um. So for Forza, um, this is just Forza only. So I know iRacing does it differently where they can actually swap drivers, which is what we're planning on doing next year. But um, for Forza, what Tora does is they actually run two-hour lobbies, like two-hour stints. Yeah. Per, um, per stint is two hours, and it will equal fully a 24-hour race. So it's an actual 24-hour race. Sometimes it takes a bit longer because lobbies, you know, Forza stuff, and they're slow, and people lag out, and it kills everything. It's just Forza. But um, those lobbies are created. Um, so stints, so every stint has a number. So stint one is two hours, stint two is two hours all the way. Um, when you get to stint six, I believe it changes to nighttime. So we have that nighttime cycle. And then when it um, gets to the morning stint, which is like stint 11, it goes back to daytime. So simulating a whole 24-hour cycle. Um, and what they do is each stint is one driver um, pretty much before the race. We have to assign one driver to every stint so everyone knows where they're at. So everyone joins the lobby and they can they can set it up and they can start it up on time. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it does. It's kind of random. But since it's Forza, they kind of have to deal with it. And I am pretty grateful that they still do 24-hour races on Forza because it's pretty hard. But at the same time, it's the most fun because you're with your friends in a car. You're racing for the victory. but Everyone's tired. Everyone wants to go to sleep, but it it's a mental game. Um, yeah. So we just have to survive the whole 24 hours, and we're pretty much good to go. But, yeah, that's kind of how it works. They, they, they have stints, and then those stints are in two hours apiece. And then there's some stints where you can't actually put the same driver two times. So stint six and seven, you can't have the same driver for both of those stints because what they do is they have that second stint start on time so they can finish the race at exactly 24 hours they don't want to be past 24 hours or else it ruins the immersion of having a 24-hour race yeah um so yeah it's kind of that's kind of the basis of how it goes there's a lot more into it but that would take hours (laughs) yeah yeah well that's cool that um yeah, sort of understand how it works. So do you have to use exactly the same car or can you guys yes. use your own okay. tunes the and stuff? Only thing, the only thing we can change is the tune. Yeah. Um, because some of our drivers have like different personal preferences when it comes to driving. They have different tunes that they like to drive and all that stuff. But the paint, the upgrades, everything has to be exactly the same. 
as the other yeah. car. So all of us buy the car originally, and then we build it up to everyone have the same car, but just different tunes. That's it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that? I guess it's a 24 hour race. It's not exactly about how quick you can go necessarily, is it? It's about no. having a consistent lap time for how many hours, isn't it? So. And not make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with the 24 hour race, um, what they do is. So it kind of, so lap times and how fast you are both really help. So in Daytona, um, since that track is really like um, just pretty much a straightaway track, you just need top end. Um, some teams, without even telling each other at all or anything, like I was in my stint as well, we would team up together to get a draft with each other. So we instead of battling and like losing time and losing distance, which distance is pretty much the main factor for everyone. We would team up together, get a draft and we would literally leave the whole pack behind because everyone else is battling while we're being big brain at the front and just drafting together, just as much distance as possible because the main point of the game is you have to have as much distance as possible at the end. So every stint, what they do is, um, they stop at a certain point in that stint and you have to give to the one of the marshals, you have to give your distance to leader, which that pretty much tells them how much distance you traveled in that two hours. And yeah. so what they do is after every stint is done, they grab the amount of distances for every single stint. They add it all up together and that is your standings. So let's say you... At the end of the race, you can literally get beat by 0.5 of a mile, or like 500 feet. That yeah. that is how close some races really get. Like our our last GGA car missed top 10 by one mile. Yeah, right. one mile of driving. <laughs> yeah, it. That's how close it really gets. But that's the only way they can really um put everything into like fairness, you know. So. Yeah. They can't really do it by, oh, whoever crosses the finish line at the end first wins because then the first couple of stints won't really matter at all. So mm-hmm. every stint has to matter. So that's why they do distances for every stint. So it's it's how fast you are and just your lap times as well. So both are really big for that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, so it's cool. To, um, I didn't really check out the stream properly, but that particular race, that I think I looked on um where it was streamed um i had sort of that was six seven thousand views on that race wasn't it It it's like yeah it it was pretty like the torah torah is pretty much the biggest under forza rc is one of the biggest forza leagues you can really get into like some of the top teams that are sponsored by these like incredible guys like red bull and all that stuff like those those esports guys really go big into Torah. So that's why us placing top 11 or top 10 out of 52 teams is really good. Like being up there for a rookie underdog team is really good for us. And it shows in our driving and it shows pretty much where we can stand against them, you know? So that's why, that's why Torah is pretty much our main focus when it comes to Forza and stuff. So, yeah. And that's where I guess it comes back to you. You can have good drivers, but it comes back to your leaders and what you're organising as well to, you know, that's where it sort of shows and your 
like you said, an underdog team. Yeah. <laughs> I was amazed yeah. when, you, um, <laughs> when you told us about that. I was like, geez, <laughs> that's not <laughs> bad for a first go. So, no, that's cool. Um, so, how do you, what's some, um, like for anyone that's wanting to start a team, what's some pros and cons of leading a team? Like, what's some bad things that you struggle with, maybe? Or pros, okay. So, pros about leading a team, really. Um, one thing is that if you know the chemistry of how to lead a good team, it's going to become a good team because it is pretty much a mind game to how you organize everything. Really, the main thing about leading a team is organization. So you have to have good organization to be able to have a good team. So one pro, I think, in my opinion, I just think it's fun. Leading a team is just fun, in my opinion. You have a group of guys, you know, that are really chill. Everyone knows what they're doing. You hire the right people for the right jobs. And really, you're in control. You know, but at the same time, you're not fully in control because if you have co-leaders and stuff, they can smack you in the head and they can put your mind back together. So it that is one one big pro. I think it's just fun for, for me. I've had a ton of fun leading GGA team for sure. I think one big con that might get into your head a lot is just criticism and like yeah. how you can become a better leader but at the same time you feel like it's wrong but you know it's right at the same like it's it's a weird game that you have to play with yourself about it but if you learn with that criticism and you listen to it you know and um, if you're a leader or if you're co-leaders and like your forza leaders and subtle course of leaders and all that stuff if they tell you you know you're doing something wrong you have to use that and you have to just become a better person out of it you know so Really, you learn more as being a leader, another pro. But just the biggest con is just you're, you're going to get criticism. You can I don't think there has ever been a really good leader that has never gotten criticism. Like if you don't have criticism, that means your team is kind of afraid of you. <laughs> like my team's not afraid of me, so they can go ham on me. It don't matter. But <laughs> yeah, that that's a good thing about having those guys with me, though. Like I never, you know, don't sugarcoat anything. Just go straight to the point. Tell me what I'm doing yeah. wrong. Tell me what I'm doing right. And then let me see what I can fix. So. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. So does it ever get like with times, obviously, because you have, I don't know, how long's the team going to be going on about a year or just a oh. year? I guess. Been a what, little while now, isn't it? Time's flying. Almost a year. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Close to a year. Close to a year. Yeah. Yeah. So does it ever get like obviously done it for a decent period of time? Does it ever get? Do you personally feel like you ever get sick of it, sort of thing? Like you know, is oh, yeah, some days sure. like oh I can't yeah. be bothered. And <laughs> yeah, for what, sure. I what, think what, what drives you on those days to keep going? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just you know if you if you say you don't, you're lying. I think <laughs> it always happens to everyone, to the best of us too. Um, what keeps me going, honestly, is the drivers that I have. And just yeah. like the co-leaders and, you know, everyone I have on board with me that actually joined the team because they believe it's going to be something good. I I can't back out of it, you know. I, I've already dug myself into this hole. I'm not oh. just going to leave it after I've dug it already. I'm just going to keep it going. Yeah. Um, there's some days where I just say, hey, one and one. 
Why am I even a leader? Why don't I just quit this, join for a driver? It's a lot easier. All I have yeah. to do is just show up to the race, do the race, and then leave. Now, it's because you learn more stuff in the background that drivers don't get to really see. you know. And it's just – it's one thing that just keeps me motivated. It's just the work, the work ethic that everyone puts into the team and – how fast my guys are actually learning to become faster and everything. It really puts a smile for me. So hmm. it, it's yeah. mostly just my, the team, the team brings me back to me doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's, to be honest, like when we first started talking with like Luke and yourself, when we were starting it up, like honestly, didn't, especially the racing side, I thought, oh, when we, uh, Luke first suggested, I was like, oh, I don't know, racing, like, I've never really, like, me personally, I can't race on games, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah, I've never, um, never jump in a lobby with you guys, because you just lap me like nothing, but, um, but, yeah, like, to be honest, like, when they suggested the racing, I was like, oh, I don't know how this, I was just thinking, oh, I'll probably, you know, maybe fizzle away, sort of thing, I don't know, like, but, yeah, like, racing's taken off. Um, yeah, heaps better than drifting. Like, so the drifting side, need a, I think, um, like Luke's gone to the Seto start of that um, yeah. carbon drift team. So I think, yeah, I might see if he's keen to sort of, you know, guys be going to get more invo- involved with that team. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, sort of like, yeah, yeah. drifting sort of, I guess, Forza, um, like Forza Horizon, mainly that our drifters are from. And, um, yeah, like, I don't know, I guess I guess just generally the competition's dying and there's doesn't seem to be many big comps that stay consistently. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll have yeah. to reevaluate on what we can do working with that. But, no, it's cool. Yeah. Is that, do you do any drifting yourself? Because I know you used to sort of mix it up a bit. Is that... Yeah. Uh, about, about, drifting. <laughs> about drifting. About <laughs> drifting. Um, so, right now, I don't have my wheel. You know, yeah. I, I'm in CDT for a reason, okay? Even though no one knows me and I'm one of the worst ones in there. I am in CDT, okay? Don't bully yeah. me. But <laughs> I I did drifting a lot. Like, I yeah. think I think it's got, I, it got to the point where I just really wanted to take a year break, you know? I wanted to just, just take a break and do racing, you know? Do something else. Because I just like cars in general. So... Anything yeah. motorsport related, I'll just do, man. So racing, I get what you mean too. It was kind of sketchy starting up a race team at first because, hey, a ton of drift guys want to go do some grip racing for once. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the best idea to pitch in, but yeah, yeah. After after we got boots on the ground, everything was set up, everything was laid out. I think we really got the hang of it, and I yeah. think it just became became an addiction really because we couldn't we couldn't back away from the drift side anymore because now we're so deep into racing that it's just no i do really do feel bad for the drift guys over at gga because forza is just forza horizon is not it's just i don't want to say it's dead but i can say a lot of the really good guys have moved to Assetto. that's yeah. for sure i think yeah. Assetto has been blowing up a lot yeah and it's one of those things where we just kind of have to like refreshen it up, get a new leader or something. Maybe if Luke wants to quit, Luke, um, where's your resignation? I need it. <laughs> job. But 
Um, yeah, I think we just need to, we just need to find someone new for the fours or like for the drift side, really. And I think it'll kick yeah. off again. But, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's not their fault. Like it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I guess yeah, with, like with you guys with the racing, there's lots of legs, like heaps to continue on with with the drifting. It's sort of I don't know. I guess maybe getting a bit repetitive. Maybe I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't got suggested a few little competitions we could do with GGA, but we'll have to see about that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I guess it, it's cool with the uh, with the racing side too. Like, it's it's when you first started, it was like, oh, is this even going to work? But now it's like in the hind side of, you know, you can, you've got your eyes on sort of becoming a fairly professional esports team, you know, like it's, yeah. That's that's not a far away goal any goal anymore. Like it's it's possible now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, you know, it's still lots of hard work, but yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I one hundred percent agree. Like from where we, even in the short span of a year, really, because there's some teams in there that have been in esports that have been established for five to six years, like. It's very different from the from the drifting side because you know how some drift teams in Forza Horizon usually last around a year or two, you know, yeah. like maybe six months. For the Forza guys, it's very serious. Like for the yeah. motorsport guys, there's always new teams coming up, and there's always teams you know falling, you know that stuff. It's always happened, but there has been there is a lot of established teams that have been in the Forza motorsport scene for since Motorsport Four. Like it's really crazy so for us to be in there for not even a year is very good like our we're pushing really hard to get into that bigger esports scene for forza for sure yeah yeah i guess too with how i sort of compare it as well like you've got something to work for with sort of the forza side there's i don't know there's only so far you can go with like yeah there's you know, there's some fairly big comps now that um, there's a oh, I forgot the name of the comp. Um, where even Luke's struggling to get a license, I think, and um, yeah, like there's some fairly big comps that are, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. working so hard to try and even get in, like, so um, yeah, I don't know, it's a shame. It's um, yeah, we'll certainly have to reevaluate that sort of thing. Yeah, but um, so what's your um, sort of as the team grows. Like, uh, um, do you, is that something you normally you just get heaps of drivers? Like, as the team grows, you get more and more drivers, or is that just more of it? You buckle down and you have your, um, I guess you don't want to get too big, do you? But you, you want to buckle <laughs> down and just have your, you know, ten or so pro drivers, or is that something? How do how do you um, what's your take on that as we grow? Yeah, so. For me, it's always been dealing with a small roster is a lot easier. Yeah. Because you can train them a lot faster. You can get them to become faster really fast. Um, but like we were talking about before with the whole recruiting thing, um, pretty much if you're quick, you can get in. But yeah. you got, you also, also there's also more layers like the personality thing and if you can even survive two weeks, that stuff. That's also yeah. a big thing. But yeah, for the whole recruiting or how many people we actually get, I actually enjoy the roster we have now, really. Um, it's filled with 
like a wide variety of skill. Like we have pretty much from the fastest to the slowest. We mm. we can fill up any lobby. So if any competition, all oh, only slow guys, all oh, we're in there. Any fast guys, all oh, we're in there. We can yeah. do anything really. So the roster we have now is really good. It's pretty good. Like I do get a good amount of recruitments, but it like I just don't want to keep adding more people where it's just gonna get even more full and then I can't keep up and then the Forza guy Forza leaders can't keep up. No one can keep up. It's a whole train wreck, it's anarchy, the team falls, everything dies. No, I do not <laughs> want that. I yeah. I just want to stay with the roster I have now, get them to become really fast and then once I do that I'll maybe get a new batch of drivers you know new guys starting out and then we'll train them and we'll make them fast too so it's really just a cycle of just getting slow guys making them fast and getting more slow guys making them fast i i enjoy that over getting the cocky really fast guy that no one likes no i'd kick yeah. that guy out i'd rather take <laughs> a slow guy that's really kind but yeah 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 no yeah that's for sure it's um sports and shit definitely comes into it um yeah so like with, I've been promising the drivers this for a while, but this year or these m- coming months, we really want to start putting some money into the team. So, um, working on, as you said, it's uh, not classified. Classify, that's the word. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, merch wise, etc., is they're working on some of that. Um, some of the drivers will be receiving some certain packages, etc. <laughs> I know there hasn't even been a it's classified to them as well. Classified. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, it's definitely something uh and even any other sponsors we can get to come on, so if any other anyone else is listening, hop on to it. <laughs> Contact yep. us. But um coming. Yep. <laughs> um <laughs> but so what's some of the um that I've put you on the spot here, what's some of the races that to list a few that um, the racing side does. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, so we do more than like 20 plus leagues. Yeah. Um, but the biggest ones we have that re- we really like to put on the spot, our biggest one really is Tora because that mm-hmm. one takes the most time to prepare but also is the longest race in our calendar. There's some races that in that um, series of like championships where they're 24 hours, 12 hours, eight hours, a thousand miles, everything like that is the longest, I believe, like race we have. Then there's also the other small one-off competitions, like the 12 hours of NWR. That's a really small one, but um, those Torres are main one day. So Torres main. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Johnny, aka Wrenchin. I'm a content creator. You can catch me streaming on YouTube and Twitch. I love cars. I own a Corvette. I hope to see you guys uh, in my streams. You can follow me on Instagram at Wrenchin. Follow me on YouTube, Wrenchin, as well as Twitch. I'll catch you guys later. FRML is a really big one that we have. Um, another big one would be NWR is another pretty big league that we're in. Um, we don't usually place too high in NWR just because it's more of, um, so there's these cars called TC cars or 
touring cars that are really different from any other cars that we um, like to focus on and main on. Um, so that one, we're just getting our boots onto the ground for that one. Um, and that is honestly the other leagues really like our drivers like to spread out a lot. So like we have one guy in this league, but the other guy in this league and everything yeah. just spreads out really far that um, we're pretty much in every almost, I want to say almost every single league. <laughs> There's at least one dude in there that's GGA that is in there. But yeah. we want to we want to try to shorten it out to just doing the big ones, the big main ones. Um, but yeah. right, it's been pretty fun. It's been working. Um, we've mm-hmm. been getting quite amounts of exposure through each of them, and it's not bad. I can, that's why it's really hard to tell you which, like the main ones we do because there's yeah, a guy so in every single league. <laughs> so we don't know. That's why yeah. it's so hard for the Forza guys to keep track of where they are and stuff like that. But yeah. No, our hundred percent. Our main one is Tora, 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 biggest one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. For, um, no, it's cool about to see like, um, yeah, like obviously I'm floating around the Discord and stuff, and yeah, I like to see. Yeah, you go from touring cars next to it, they're doing the V8 supercars next to it, doing um, you know, like there's all sorts of, which I think, oh, I guess, would um help develop. You know, you as as being a driver, you know, you're developing your skills and. Obviously, there's different um, methods of driving with each different cars, you know, which is, um, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But um, Yeah. Um, so, so what I'd finish it off with sort of like, yeah, diving in a bit more, I've touched on it, but diving in a bit more of um, what's our, what, what have we got planned for GGA for the driving side? Like, where, mm-hmm. where are we going? Many things. So, yeah. this year, <laughs> right, this year, we want to really hit heavy on Assetto Corsa. That is our main one. And not Assetto Corsa regular. Assetto Corsa Competition. And that one. Um, we really want to hit hard on that. We really want to get our drivers to really go faster in those leagues. And we want to make ourselves known in that. And we also want to recruit more people from there. So, announcement. If you're on Assetto Corsa Competition and you need a team, GGA is looking for you. Okay, Just let me know at Unix IRL Instagram. There you go. Plug in. Small. But that, um, we also really want to focus on um, Forza. Again, we've been hitting it hard last year, but we want to hit it even harder this year. We want to get into the higher level um, tiers where like the top teams are. And we really want to reach that point where it's not, it's reachable. We don't want to say, oh, it's impossible for us to be one of the top teams because it really isn't. We're right there. We're, we are close. Yeah. Um, so that's another big thing we want to do. Another thing is I kind of want to get more drivers from PC to do more iRacing. Um, yeah. Saddle Corsa Competition on PC as well. Um, R-Factor and I don't it's automobilista i want to i just butchered that but yeah those four games we really want to get into but that's on pc and most of our guys are on xbox that's why really we are forza dominant but later on we will reach those points where we're gonna be doing the 24 hours of iRacing or 24 hour le mans in iRacing you know that's a really big competition that we 
ourselves as GGA want to get into because those are the competitions that everyone looks for. You know, like Tor is there with them, but iRacing is just a whole nother level that we need to reach. Um, and the final thing is just honestly keep doing what we're doing. I think we're we're doing really good for what we are as a team. You know, get more merch out, classified. Um, and just overall, keep killing it. Yeah. I think our drivers are doing really good. The team's doing good. Co-leaders, thank you, everyone. Whoever is co-leader for me, media, Carrick. Um, thank you to the Forza leaders and also the Assetto Corsa leaders, Flatbus and Abyss. I'm talking to you guys and also Mikey and Tony. Thank you, guys. Um, one thing that really is... Um, Good for us as well is we have a driver called Tony Monkey, and he likes to deal with more of um, the league side of things. So, like, actually communicating with their leagues. He got us a sponsorship with one um, company that actually sponsors us a private lobby for Assetto Corsa. Um, He also got us a sponsorship with Tora as well for us to be able to host their events on a. Assetto Corsa, um, and really that he has been one of the guys that has been moving. So I just want to give a small shout out to him. Thank you, love you, man. No homo, yeah, but um, <laughs> and that is pretty much it. I don't, I don't really have. Well, I said I had a lot planned, but I don't. I just don't want to complicate much. Like I know yeah. we go in, whatever happens, happens. We don't want to get canceled. We don't want to go away. We're going to be lasting a while. I want to keep at it for a long time. Mm. But, yeah. Oh, that's cool. that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Um, be awesome to get um, GGO into iRacing for sure. Like, obviously, um, yeah. everyone, you know, even all your pros and stuff, pro drivers, real-life drivers are. Doing all racing as well, especially with it when COVID hit, a lot of them. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool to see a lot of drivers moving to that. So that'd be that'd be really cool if we could get into the higher ranks of all racing for sure. Because I think yeah, some of the big leagues you can actually win money, can't you? Yeah, there's yeah. a couple. There's a good amount of leagues on iRacing where you can actually earn money and stuff, and that's really Forza. Forza does have stuff like that, like Forza RC. Like some of the guys, some of the players alone get like almost four to five grand. It's crazy. But um yeah, iRacing just steps it up to a whole nother level. And that's what that's the level we wanna be in. You know, we're still gonna do Forza, but iRacing pretty much is our ultimate goal, really. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, um, I know your uh Tom is precious. We're um very busy. Thanks very much for coming <laughs> yeah. on. Um, and yeah, massive thanks to you for um, from guys be gaming for putting so much time and effort to GGO. Um, yeah, just helping overall. Oh, I know, you're um, make me shed a tear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, for sure, dude. We, um, <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, yeah, and can't wait to see what uh, comes up for GGO. Yeah, man. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to run such a great team. Love everyone yeah. in my team, and it. Long way to go, you know. It's yeah. whatever happens, happens. Whatever doesn't happen, doesn't happen. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah. I'll talk to you soon.